We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender until in God's good time, the new world with all its power and might steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of people. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. On today's show, more and more evidence is pouring in now. The floodgates are open, proving that we've been lied to about COVID intervention and mitigation strategies. More specifically on today's show, over 50 studies now prove that masks do not work. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Welcome to today's Rebellion. Thanks for listening into the show. I'm grateful for the followers and your loyal support of what we do. And remember that if you would like others to join the Rebellion, that the best way to accomplish that is to you know, copy a link to your favorite episode or episodes and make sure you post that or those out there in your social media, Facebook, Parler, Twitter, MeWe, Gab, Gitter, whatever you use, all of the above, post these episodes out there so other people learn about the rebellion and, and join in. I, I'm, I'm excited, quite frankly, because we're seeing the tide turning right now. The trucker convoy in Canada proves it. You see some of the provinces in Canada starting to cave. They're saying that they're going to back down. They're not going to have the COVID vaccination requirement any longer. They're going to get rid of it. Now, I don't trust them. I think they're going to manipulate that. I think they're lying to some extent about getting rid of it. They'll probably say, well, we'll get rid of it for a period of time, and then they'll come back later on and try to do it again because power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. And the power that these people have, have, have attained in the last 24 months or so, is intoxicating. They're drunk with power. Justin Trudeau is drunk with power. He's angry, he's vindictive, he's lashing out, he's calling those that dare challenge his superior wisdom, he's calling them racists, he's calling them white supremacists, he's calling them homophobes, and there's no basis for it. You have tens of thousands of truck drivers, and in Justin Trudeau's mind, by definition, that makes them racists, that makes them supremacists, and that makes them homophobes. He doesn't have a clue what they think about any of those issues. They're truck drivers doing their job, and they don't want the government forcing them to do things that they know make no sense. Wearing a mask, social distancing, being isolated in your home, not being able to go out shopping when the elites and the smart people do. They go to restaurants. They have fun. You see photographs of them without masks, but then they turn around and scold you and shame you and virtue signal. It's all theater. It's all theater, and it's coming out right now, and people are seeing it in spades, and you see the progressives backpedaling. You mark my words, within two to three weeks, they're going to be claiming victory. They're going to be saying, well, we told you that we could beat this thing. We told you that we would reach a, 
a point where we would celebrate and all get back to normal. We did it! We did it! We're the ones that rolled back the ocean's tide. We're the ones who fixed everything. We're the ones that beat a pandemic. When in fact, they're the ones that made it worse by lying to us and by forcing us to do things like inhale increased levels of carbon dioxide at five times, six times, ten times greater than what, than what the OSHA requirements actually have dictated for the last 10 or 15 years. I'm going to share that data with you today. They've known this. They've known that these masks can make people sick. All they had to do is look at their own data, their own policies. OSHA, the National Institutes of Health, the CDC, over 50 peer-reviewed medical journals and articles all say the same thing. This has just been theater. And yet, while all of this data is flooding in, you still see these smug, self-righteous, virtue-signaling lemmings posting stuff like masks work. I mean, talk about a cult. Again, talk about blind allegiance. Talk about ignoring the truth. Talk about punishing those who want to pursue it. It, it, it's it's sad. It really is. But fortunately, you're listening to this show, which means you're at least open to the discussion. And you recognize that as long as you can pursue truth, recognizing that it's bigger than me and bigger than you, that that truth will set us free from the lies of government, from the lies we see on our flat screens, on our iPhones, in the newspapers, on the television, the lies that we hear on the radio, and even the lies that we see from that person that's looking at us from the mirror. In other words, truth sets us free because it frees us from our own deception, our own delusions, our own arrogance, but it also frees us from the same things that come from other people those smart folks in Washington, D.C., who think they can control our lives. And oh boy, did they over the last couple years, right? Only because we let them. Hopefully, we've learned our lesson. And we can all rise up the next time they try to do this and just say never again. Let's take a break. And when I get back, I'm going to share an article out of Just Facts on masks. I know, I know you're probably sick of hearing it, but this article is fascinating. I mean, I've covered this as much as most of you. This article is fascinating in the data that it brings up. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion, and I will be right back in a couple minutes. Okay, welcome back to The Rebellion. So the article in Just Facts that was published on February 1st, 2022, is titled, Coming to Grips with the Facts About Masks. Now, I'm going to argue, as we talk about masks right now, that this is just the tip of the iceberg. Yes, Yes, we're discovering that they lied to us, blatantly lied to us. Yes, and I'm not exaggerating. That's not a hyperbolic claim. They have lied to us. The data has been there. This isn't new data. This is data that has been there. And they knew it. They meaning the professional class, the Washington, D.C. bureaucrats, the leaders at the CDC and the NIH, the Anthony Fauci's of the world have known the Deborah Burks, 
the Francis Collinses of the world have known this data was there, and they have not allowed us to read it. They have censored those and canceled those and punished those who have tried to share the information with us. They have silenced medical doctors who know what they're talking about. They've canceled them. They've taken their articles down. They've put them in Facebook jail. They've taken them off of YouTube. Just because they were saying the exact same things I'm going to share with you right now in the next few minutes with regard to the real research, the peer-reviewed medical journals, medical papers that are now being disclosed and discussed more robustly because these people are scared. They know that they've been caught and they're trying to spin it as if, well, we've just discovered this and boy, isn't this wonderful news. They've known it all along. Don't let them lie to you. Don't let them pretend that they are somehow the leaders that led us out of the out of the Sinai desert, into the promised land. They're the ones that let us know. No, they were the ones that got us in the mess in the first place. Thank the Lord we had some truckers in Canada that let us out of the mess. And a few loyal souls like Senator Rand Paul and others who have been blowing the whistle and they refused to be shamed by the ignorance of these masks work folks. All right, so this article, Coming to Grips, with the facts about masks. It starts out by saying this, allegations that masks work and don't cause harm have been enforced by governments and corporations around the world for the last 18 months. Through arrests and firing and censorship and fines, we know that. I mean, you've seen it. You may have even been a victim of it. Maybe you lost your job. Maybe you've been put on probation. Maybe you lost the ability to communicate in social media because all you wanted to do was discuss the scientific evidence that was out there as to whether or not a mask works or doesn't. Why in the world would they have politicized something as innocuous as a mask? Why did they make it a religious symbol? Why did they make it a flag of political rebellion? They didn't have to do this. They're the ones that caused this mess. From the very beginning, we should have been having a rational non-emotional discussion, discussion, excuse me, a non-emotional discussion, a rational debate, reviewing the data, the evidence that was there as to whether or not this was a good or bad move. But as this article shows, medical scholars have finally been released. They're starting to trickle out. You're starting to find out some facts. And the, and the journal, Just Facts, The website called Just Facts is where you need to go to get this information. They cover some of this stuff that I'm going to share with you right now. Here's one. More than 50, more than 50, I've been saying over 20. Well, this makes it clear that over 50 peer-reviewed science journals. I'm not talking about somebody popping off like I do on the radio show. What do I know? I'm just trying to do my research and I'm trying to give you accurate information. I'm trying to get you to think. Like I've said over and over again, I'm trying to give you a couple extra arrows in your quiver so that you can go out and fight the good fight in the market square of ideas. And I'm trying to give you something that you, at least if tempt you to go do a little bit more research on some of this stuff so that you can get 
the facts. Well, they're sharing the facts with us right now. Just Facts is sharing the facts, and here's one of them. Over 50 peer-reviewed journals have come up with this information. Here's, here's one bit. Um, Dr. Vinny, uh, how do you pronounce his last name? It's P-R-A-S-A-D, Prasad. Dr. Vinny Prasad, an associate professor of epidemiology and biostatistics at the University of California, San Francisco. Does it sound like he's a raving conservative? He is a professor at the University of California, San Francisco. I can tell you right now that Dr. Vinny Prasad is probably not a radical right-winger. But he's written an article, and the article examines the scientific evidence for masking, specifically in children. But I want you to ask yourself while I'm going through this data, if it's bad for children, if it doesn't work for children, then why are we making this logical leap that somehow it becomes magically effective if somebody's five years older or 10 years older? Oh, you might say, well, children are irresponsible. They're, they're not wearing the mask all the time. They're pulling it off and putting it on and pulling it off and putting it on. And have you watched what adults do in restaurants? You're doing the exact same thing. So don't tell me that somehow there's a great difference between kids and adults and the way these masks have been worn. I don't buy it. I've got eyes. I've seen what's going on. I know how I wear them. If I'm forced to wear them, I don't leave them on any longer than I have to because they're uncomfortable and I'm breathing in crap. And you know it too. If you've convinced yourself that somehow the stuff you're breathing in is healthy while you've got that mask on your face hour after hour, well, I've got news for you. It's not. And the data I'm going to share with you right now proves it. And they've known this. I'm going to keep repeating that. They have known this. Anyway, Dr. Prasad wrote this in an article. Masks worn by most kids have likely done nothing. That's a quote. Masks worn by most kids have likely done nothing. Nothing to change the velocity or the trajectory of this virus. The doctor then goes on and says there are detrimental impacts that come from wearing masks. Well, what do you think those are? We've heard some of the things those are those impacts are. Some of the non-health-related impacts is a lack of, um, it hurts learning because kids can't hear what the teacher's saying and you don't have the advantage of a full facial contact and expressions. I mean, if you've got a disability at all, a hearing disability, you're completely out to lunch because you can't read lips if somebody has a mask on. I mean, talk about being insensitive to those people that have developmental challenges. I mean, I thought it was the left that cared so much about all that stuff. And it was us cold-hearted right-wingers that didn't care. Well, it seems the tables have turned a lot in recent days, haven't they? So masks worn by most kids have likely done nothing. There are detrimental impacts of those masks. And then it goes on and says this, masking is now little more than an appealing delusion. That's a quote from Dr. Prasad. Masking is now little more than an appealing delusion. Then... The doctor goes on and says this, masking school children is ignorant, cruel, fearful, and cowardly. Thank you. We applaud you, Dr. Prasad. Dr. Chad Roy from Tulane University, a professor of microbiology and immunology, says this, 
cloth and surgical masks, both, both cloth and surgical masks do absolutely nothing for protection from ambient viruses. The doctor then goes on and says this, all this song and dance of wearing cloth masks with some presumption that you're being protected from ambient viruses is completely and positively 100% counter to how masks work. Doesn't seem to be beating around the bush much. Hmm. The Atlantic actually published an article. It was an analysis of three different medical scholars, including Dr. Marjorie Smelkinson, who was an infectious disease specialist at the National Institutes of Health, our NIH. And this is what The Atlantic actually reported from these scholars, these medical professionals that authored this particular, this particular paper. Here's what they say. We reviewed a variety of studies, some conducted by the CDC itself. Okay, the CDC itself to try to find evidence that would justify the CDC's guidance for the very low-risk populations, the very low-risk pediatric populations, kids. So they reviewed the CDC's guidelines by using the CDC's own data. And what did they come up with? I'm going to quote them. We came up empty-handed. Hmm. Never heard that, did you? The mainstream media didn't cover that, did they? And uh, where's, where's the White House been? Where's Dr. Anthony Fauci been? How about Francis Collins? How about Deborah Burks? How about all these people that have been shaming and maligning and mocking and ridiculing Dr. Rand Paul? And others. Silencing. Anybody who's taken to social media to post this stuff. The CDC data has been censored. More from that particular paper that was cited in The Atlantic. The overall takeaway from these studies about mask mandates is this. <laughs> mandates are not justified by the data that have been gathered. Unquote. We've known this, they've known this, they've hid it from you. They go on and say, no real world data indicate that these N95 masks decrease the transmission of COVID in school settings. There's no data to support it. They say more, over the past 21 months, the layers of mythology around the COVID-19 mitigation plan in schools have been peeled away. Schools did not become hotspots when they reopened, nor when they reduced physical distancing, nor when they eliminated deep cleaning protocols. These layers were peeled away because the evidence supporting them was weak, and they all had substantial downsides for children's educational health. Close quote. So what they're saying is obvious. You, you, you heard it. All of the protocols were unfounded. They said that if we didn't shut down the schools that we would have an exacerbation of the pandemic, that the schools would become hotspots. But when we opened the schools back up, it didn't happen. So it seems to be pretty good evidence that that particular mitigation, that strategy was flawed, right? And the social distancing nonsense, they stopped doing that and it, there was no statistical jump in COVID. And the masking protocols, 
same exact thing. The cleaning protocols, same exact thing. Again, this shouldn't be political. This shouldn't be a religious debate. This should be just a factual conversation. And if the stuff isn't working, if it makes no difference, then science would call upon us to admit it and then investigate it and try to determine why. Can't do that if you've got fact checkers that know nothing working at Facebook and Twitter, making the decisions as to what you can read and what you can't. Being encouraged and applauded by the oligarchs in D.C. like Burks and Collins and Fauci, and their obedient puppets like Biden and Kamala Harris and the Democratic Party, and any Republicans that were blindly parroting the same nonsense in Pablum. Here's more information from that paper. Hospitals have remained extremely low, excuse me, hospitalizations have remained extremely low among children on par with flu hospitalizations. So for children, it's not an exaggeration at all to say this has been little but another flu. For children, that's statistically true in terms of hospitalizations. In fact, here's a quote. Imposing on millions of children an intervention that provides little discernible benefit violates, violates the most basic tenet of medicine, and that is first do no harm, close quote. And here's another one for you. You want more data? You want more information? You want more facts? CNN, their own medical analyst, Dr. Leanna Wynn, on Christmas Eve reported this. And this is a quote from CNN. Cloth masks are little more than facial decorations. This is what scientists and public health officials have been saying for months. Many months, in fact. They haven't been listened to. Okay, that's what CNN is saying. Now, it's interesting. She said that, but then she stopped short. She didn't go on and say what she should have said, and that is not only is there no benefit, it's just facial decoration, but there's a negative side of the story, and there's evidence out there as to what N95 masks actually do to people and the harm that they cause. There's tons of evidence out there with regard to increased inhalation of carbon dioxide. Did you know that when you wear an N95 mask, that the CO2 concentration, the carbon dioxide concentration in the air that you're exhaling is 4 to 5%, and that's 100 times higher than it would be if you were breathing fresh air. So it would be 4 to 5%, which is 100 times higher than when you're breathing fresh air, at which point you would be exhaling CO2 at approximately 0.04%. Now, CO2 is generally non-toxic. I mean, it's part of our environment. It's part of the way we exist. But if you inhale or you consume or you digest or ingest anything, anything in greater amounts than you're supposed to, you're likely going to have problems. I mean, we know that. Moderation or balance is very important. And again, we would hear this out of the left till the cows come home if, it, if they hadn't politicized science and made it a religion rather than just the honest pursuit of truth. So we've got increased levels of CO2. Now, the interesting thing is our government has its own standards of the maximum indoor CO2 limits for homes, schools, submarines, and other places. We've had this data, and we've had these standards through OSHA and other agencies forever. But here's the thing. 
we've, we've known, we've known that these masks increase CO2, carbon dioxide levels, to dangerous, dangerous degrees and make you sick. They give you headaches and whatnot. And there's a reason for that. For example, here's some stuff we've known for a long time. A lab study published in 2013 by the Annals of Occupational Hygiene measured CO2 levels in the breathing zones of 30 different models of N95 masks. So they're testing these masks to see what the, the contamination is, the CO2 levels are, as a result of having to use them in a workplace, an occupational setting. You know, this is what OSHA should be doing. Are employers forcing their employees to do something that might compromise their health? That's the point of this. Well, 10 pages deep into this paper, you'll find this, that the authors revealed that the average CO2 concentrations from N95 masks range from 1.3% to 3.5%. Now, what's that mean? These levels are essentially in the vicinity of OSHA's 15-minute rule. Okay, so OSHA itself is saying, if you're wearing an N95 mask, they said this in 2013, if you have to wear an N95 mask as part of the requirement, part of what it takes to do your job, then you shouldn't wear it for more than 15 minutes. That's the limit because the level of CO2 is going to make you sick if you wear it longer than that. Okay, should that cause you concern? Why in the world would we now turn around and tell the kids to wear them for eight hours a day while they're in school and tell adults to wear them all the time? Tell the world to wear them all the time when we've known since at least 2013, I'm sure we knew it before then, that wearing them for more than 15 minutes was a problem according to OSHA. <laughs> not, not Joe Rogan, OSHA. We've also known other stuff. A study in 2021 in the Journal of Aerosol and Air Quality measured CO2 levels in breathing zones of surgical masks and three-layer cloth masks with 50-year-old healthy males and found that the CO2 concentration in these masks was 2,000.5, excuse me, 2,051 parts per million or four times, four times the level when no mask is worn. So wearing these masks increases your CO2 by fourfold. Do you think that might be a problem? Well, it is because many countries have restrictions on how long you can wear them. I could do several shows. I've got so much data in front of me in terms of the elevated CO2 um, that these masks produce and the compromises to our health as a result of it. But the point of this show is this. In times of universal deceit, Truth is the only rebellion we've got left. They've been deceiving us universally. And our rebellion, your rebellion, is the rebellion of these truck drivers. In Canada, the rebellion of Ryan Paul. In the Senate, the rebellion of people who are stepping forward right now and saying, you've been lied to. This is the truth. And the floodgates are opening. And that's good news. That's good news. And you're gonna see everybody on their heels right now trying to jump in the parade. Jump in the parade of the Freedom Caravan, claiming that they were with them all along. Don't let them lie to you. They weren't. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion.